0: Hey everybody, Rich Chapman here at home as you can see, and uh, supposed to get some snow. I'm a little disappointed because uh, the reason we were going to do it at home was because we're supposed to be full of snow right now and I don't even see one flake. So, you know, those uh, weather forecasters get paid a lot of money to be wrong. But anyways, we, uh, we're here and I wanted just to take a little time uh, before I got a little message for you from the book of Hebrews. Uh, just to update a little family news, uh, Barbara is still in the hospital. She's uh, recovering slowly. Uh, please continue to pray for her uh, and what God's hand would be upon her uh, each step of the way. Uh, Paula's dad, he, uh, through a long process of, of diagnosing and tests, which a lot of them didn't get done, uh, but what they did find out that he didn't have any blockage at all. So we don't really know what happened, but he got to go home yesterday, and that's very exciting. And and uh, we should pray, though, that if there really is something that needs to be addressed, that that would be discovered. Anyways, uh, if you have your Bible with you, you can turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12. I want to look at verses 1 and 2 uh, this morning as our study uh, Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. I've been working on a new song. It's not quite ready yet but it's based uh, directly on these two verses of scripture and And the heart of it really is that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. The things that we have all been facing, you know, it, it seems like forever, right? These last year and now it's going into the new year and all this stuff that we that's been going on with with the economy with the virus with politics and uh, you know things like our friend John uh, you know how could we ever survive how can we ever make it through all this this is the big question this is the, 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 the thing that keeps coming back to me the only way that we can do that is by keeping our eyes on Jesus you see we know this but we forget we get distracted jesus isn't worried jesus isn't scared he's not afraid he's not he's not wondering what he's going to do or what's going to happen because he knows it all so we can trust and we need to trust him hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says this therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter or finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He says, you know, we have have a whole cloud of witnesses. We have a lot of people watching us. And, and if you look back into Hebrews chapter 11, it's called the Hall of Faith. And there's a whole bunch of men and women there that were people of faith. And, and they're all, he's saying here, we're, we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. They're watching us. But not only are they watching us, but, but we have their example for us to follow. How they held on to their faith through thick and thin. And it talks in there about a lot of things that that were very difficult that these people went to, these men and women. But it's also true that we have people around us in in our lives today that are watching us. We're surrounded by a, a lot of witnesses that are watching to see, are you really a follower of Jesus? The the idea is kind of like being in a stadium where you've got this crowd in a stadium, and and, and these that have gone before us, these that are, are around us now, they're watching us, they're looking at us. He goes on in this in these two verses to three times in this in this version he he says let us let us let us, and I was thinking of you know salad of course three different types of lettuce, but <clears throat> it's not lunchtime yet. But three different times he says, let us, the first one is this, he says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. There, there's this idea that we need to get serious, we need to get real, and if we're trying to run a race, we can't do it with with all these things that are holding us back, the lead boots, so to speak. He says to throw it off, we need to take some steps and, and you know... We have to each ask ourselves, is there stuff in my life that I need to shed, that I need to get rid of, remove? Things that keep me from the purpose that he has for me. Are there things in your life that you need to deal with? You need to just get rid of it. He says, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. That keeps us from our walk. That keeps us from our relationship with Jesus. That keeps us from doing what, what God has called us to do. It's almost like we need to be brutal. And we need to get serious. You know, there are things in this world. There's stuff that that they want that, that is used to entangle us. That's the word he used there. To entangle us. To, to get all us tangled up. So we can't run that race. The, the word says to put it off, to lay us aside, to throw it off, to, to cast it off. In Romans chapter 13, it, it talks about casting off the works of darkness. In Ephesians 5, it says to cast off the old man and the, the former conduct with lying and, and anger and wrath and malice, and blasphemy and filthy conduct. There are things in our lives, all of us, we're, we're human Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak, and we need to pay attention to these things. So the first lettuce he says, you know, people are watching, people are looking, and and we have this great huge cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off those things that are getting in the way that are keeping us from doing what God wants us to do, to living from living the way God wants us to live. The second thing, the second lettuce is he says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us you know it is a race it is a race but we have to remember it's a long distance race it's not a sprint we don't just you know have these little sprints and then we we stop it's a long distance race and we have to keep our eyes on that he says to persevere and 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 I'm not a a runner uh, but I know that there is this this thing about running, where you keep running and running, and then you hit that wall, and then you get past that wall, and then you, it's like you have new strength. It reminds me of a, another scripture, you know, that the Lord says, you know, He will give us fresh strength. We'll, we'll mount up uh, with wings like eagles, we'll run and not be weary, we'll walk and not faint. We need to persevere. The word persevere means that you don't give up. I know it's been hard, it's been difficult, and, and there are times we just want to give up. I want to give up and say, you know, I've had, I've had enough of this. But he says, don't quit. The end is in sight, and, the, and we need to, to keep our eyes on the finish line, where we are going to end up. It, I, I, I find in this verse as well, he says that, <clears throat> that there's a race marked out for us. <clears throat> excuse <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> And he has a race marked out for each one of us. It's a special race. It's specially for us. Each of us are very, very different. And I need to do what God has set out for me. You need to do what God has set out for you. Uh, I I remember going to a meeting uh, a couple years back and the the guy who was speaking, uh, he, he said, you know, we need to stay in our lane." We need to do what I'm called to do. And, and there have been times when people say, can you do this? Or I've thought, well, maybe I should go do that. And, and, I, and I had to say, no, I, I can't do that. I need to stay in my lane. I need to do what God's called me to do. This race that he's called me to do. Each one of us has something that God's called us to do. And, and we need to run that race, the race that's marked out for us, that lane that he has for each one of us with perseverance, not going to give up, not going to quit. In Acts chapter 20, uh, verse 24, the Apostle Paul said that there, that there was nothing that would move him off of that race that, that uh, the Lord had for him. He, he says, I'm going to stick to it. Nothing is going to take me away from it. He says that I may finish my race with joy. There's something about staying in the in the right race, doing the right thing, not trying to be somebody else, not to do what somebody else is doing, but doing what God has called you, what God has called me to do. That's what I need to focus on. 2 Timothy, Paul says at the end of his life, the last writing that we have from the apostle Paul, he said, "I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith." And that that there is now in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord is going to give. You see, that's what we need to do. We need to f- keep fighting, keep running and, until we get to the finish line and, and hold on to that faith. Hold on to the faith that you and I have in Jesus. The third and final thing, the first was to, to let us throw off everything that hinders. The second, to run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. And the third thing Again, the heart of this passage, I, I believe, is to let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You see, He, he is the finish line. He is the prize. He's the goal. He's the one that we're heading towards. So, so when we get distracted by all the things of the world, the flesh, the, the enemy we get distracted and we're not focusing on the prize. We're not really making any progress in this race We're not heading where we need to head because we're so distracted. I get distracted easy I can look around the room and get distracted right now. There's so many things in here But right now I'm called to, to to share this message and do this So I need to focus I need to focus and 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 for you and I he says let us fix our eyes on Jesus you you know you all know the story of Peter you know when he was walking on the water when he had his eyes on Jesus he was he was good but when he started to look around at the waves and the wind and and he got distracted what happened he began to sink of course Jesus reached out and grabbed him and, and rescued him but but we're called to run we're called to fix our eyes on him so that we won't sink this is what gets us through looking to Jesus, looking ahead. He says there, he says there that, that who for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning or despising its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is what this is how we're going to get beyond these circumstances. We've got to look beyond the present situation, beyond ourselves, someone wrote these words, and to Jesus. You see, when we focus on ourselves, or we focus on the circumstances, we're not focusing on Jesus. We're not going to get very far. We're not going to get anywhere. That's when we start to get depressed. That's when we start to get consumed. But when we look at Jesus, the author, the perfecter, the finisher of our faith, you see, he's the one who started it. He's the one who began it. And he is the one who will finish it. I love that scripture. He says, you know, he who, who began a good work in you, he's faithful to complete it. It's a good work. He started. He's he, he began this work. He's the author of it. He's the finisher of it, of this faith that we have. But we look at Jesus and, and this, this example that he gave us. Again, we have the example of all this hall of faith of all those that, that have gone before us. But the biggest and the best example, of course, is Jesus. He said that he, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, disregarding, despising, scorning the shame of it. In other words, he was looking beyond the circumstances, beyond the 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 shame. And and the, and believe me, the cross was a shameful thing. The scripture says, you know, to be hung on a tree is is the the most shameful thing that could happen. But he looked past it. Why? Because of the joy that was set before him, because of the finish line. Because what what the joy was for him the was this the, this joy of heaven, the joy of of being with the Father again, the joy of you and I being with Him in heaven? But that that had to go through the cross. You see, it had to go through the the, the disgrace of the cross. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 speaking about Moses in, in the Hall of Faith, it says Moses, he, he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to the reward. Again, this life, this year, this time that we're in is difficult, but, but we need to look beyond it to Jesus. We need to look beyond it to heaven, that our citizenship is in heaven. We have heaven to look forward to. We have all the things that God has prepared for us. Romans chapter 14, Jesus said, he's gone to prepare a place for us. Paul said in Romans chapter eight, that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is ahead. You and I have a lot to look forward to. I wanna encourage you, look to Jesus. Let us fix our eyes. On Jesus and and the example what how he what what he did he 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 knew there was a joy ahead he knew what was ahead so he he went forward he kept running that race that that the father had given him to run now thankful you and I are not called to die for the sins of all the world but but there are struggles and trials in this life no doubt about it no question about it so how are we going to make it through how are you going to get through this time fixing our eyes on Jesus. Getting rid of the stuff that maybe we need to get rid of. Realizing we need to persevere and not give up. But but ultimately it's fixing our eyes on the prize. It's on Jesus himself. Isaiah chapter uh, 26 says, you know, that that uh, we'll have perfect peace if we keep our minds fixed on God. One more scripture I want to uh, read Uh, From the book of Colossians it says this Since you have been raised with Christ Set your hearts on things above Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God Set your minds on things above Not on earthly things Same kind of an idea We need to focus We need to keep our eyes on the things above On where Jesus is Seated at the right hand of the throne of God That's a place of power that's a place of strength. That's a place of, of beauty and, and holiness and all the things that are in the kingdom of heaven. That's where truth is. One of the things that really bothers me in, in this day that we're living in is the lack of truth. There's so much that, that is untrue, and, and, and I wonder sometimes, are we ever going to know the truth? But then I, I, I'm reminded of what Jesus said, you know, if you are truly my disciples, you will abide in my word, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. How are we going to know the truth except keeping our eyes on Jesus and his word, the word of God, the scripture that he's given to you and to me? There's peace there. There's truth there. And finally, there's love. His love. The love of God. The deepest need that we have as as human beings is is love. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Let us throw off all the junk. Let's run with perseverance. Let us us fix our eyes on Jesus. You know, I want to encourage you today. You'll make it. I'm going to make it. Why? Because of Jesus. Not because of my own strength. Not because of what I can or can't do. But I'm going to make it because of Jesus. You are going to make it because of Jesus. So I want to encourage you today. And and, and in this life, the three let us's here in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. There's a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, and let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, uh, I'm glad I could come and bring something. I felt like it was the right message to bring for today. I hope it helps you. Uh, I hope it encourages you, you to, to keep running. Don't give up. And, and I look forward to next Sunday to be in, being together in person, it really is, it really, it's not the same, I know that, you know, it's not the same where we can be together and worship and, and, and sing praise unto the Lord and, and encourage one another in fellowship, to pray together, I, I, I get that, and I, and I miss that uh, immensely too, you know, But but we're going to do whatever we need to do. To keep following after Jesus, you know we don't know what the what the world holds, and there are some countries where, and places where persecution is very, very real, and they are not allowed to have public meetings. Will America get to the like that? I don't know, but we may have to come up with creative ways to continue to follow, and worship, and serve Jesus. Let's pray, Father in heaven, I thank you for your Word. It's powerful. It's living. It's active, and it reaches into the very dividing of of joints and marrow, and in the soul and the spirit, very heart of who we are. And I pray that your word would encourage us today, those of us that are believers in Jesus, as this word was written to the Hebrew Christians, that that we need to do everything we can to keep our eyes on you and keep following you, and we'll get to the end, and and you're going to help us every step of the way. So help us today, Lord we don't know about tomorrow help us today to follow you to worship you to honor you to serve you i pray also maybe for any that might be watching today that don't that don't have you in their lives jesus you would you would show them that you are the way the truth and the life and that they can go to the father get to heaven through you through what you did on that cross where you Uh, disregarded you you put aside the shame because you knew what was there for us and for these that might be listening it's simple open your hearts and your lives and ask Jesus in very simple pray with me now Jesus I I open my heart I open my life to you please please come in and, and forgive me and wash me cleanse me give me hope and and help me Lord to to have the hope of heaven, to have the the strength to persevere in this life, to run a race, to run this race. Help us now. Help all of us, Lord, Lord, to uh, just spend some time with our families, maybe get together and, and pray, maybe get together and do something fun. Just watch over us all, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Rich Chapman for Calvary Chapel. Bye.